to help me explore the issues of financial risk management, and in particular to show how financial risks are managed in the business world, I am delighted to be joined by Neil Henfrey, the Group Treasurer of Boots, the United Kingdom's leading health and beauty retailer, and Paul Outridge, the Head of Treasury at Delarue, the world's largest commercial security printer and papermaker. Managing company risks involves an active relationship with the banking sector. And here to represent that sector, I'm pleased to have Ho Chan of the international banking group ABN AMRO. When we talk about managing foreign exchange exposure, we say that before you need to use derivatives like foreign exchange swaps to manage that exposure, you should look at alternative, what we call internal techniques to manage your currency risk. Now, does this go on in the real world? What's the experience at Delarue? Yes, most certainly it does. Natural hedging, as we call it, essentially matching currencies of payables and receivables, is a key first line in managing currency exposures because that can be done at no cost. It reduces your net exposure and therefore reduces the volatility that you need to manage as part of that risk. Another key feature, because foreign exchange forward contracts are very much a short-term option for smoothing the flow in terms of volatility. What is also key is looking longer term in terms of more strategic ways of managing risk. And for us, particularly for currency risk, is, for example, where do we situate our manufacturing plants? A key area for us, and which is one in which we've recently implemented, is to move some of our manufacturing sites away from Europe into low-cost, dollar-denominated regions in the Far East. Now, not only does that help to reduce our cost base, it also helps to reduce our currency exposures as well because many of our key markets for some of our machines are in the US and we are therefore managing naturally to hedge our dollar exposures by sourcing products in a dollar-denominated region and selling, obviously, in North America. So that provides a natural hedge to us which reduces our net exposure and therefore reduces the actual number of forward contracts and derivatives that we need to use. Oh, it's, it's, again, slightly different from a banking perspective, isn't it? Because the companies like Boots and Dururu, they could be your customers when it comes to hedging transactions, when it comes to the use of derivatives. How would you describe the relationship you would have at ABN with those types of customers, and how would you be using derivatives to manage your own risks? Well, I think from the point of view of, of dealing with customers like Neil and with Paul, of course, we are suppliers of, of the financial hedging instruments and market makers in those. So, of course, if they wanted to use a swap or a forward, they, they could call us and we could tell them at, at what price or what, what rate we, we could provide that hedging instrument. And the, the point is, is that we are there to provide liquidity in the market. We provide both a bid price and an offer price if they wanted to, to unwind their hedge as well. But for, for us as, as a bank, I think the, the real change for us in terms of using derivatives in the last few years has really been the advent of credit derivatives. And that's really helped us to um, manage our credit portfolio in, in a much more active way than, than we ever did even five years ago. And as, as I mentioned earlier, that really is, is the biggest credit risk that we have. Can I, can I come in at this point? Yes. Because if I wasn't happy with uh, the credit worthiness of an issuer, I wouldn't buy the bond in the first place. So why do I need to access the credit derivatives market to, to manage credit exposure, which perhaps I didn't want in the first place? I think there the are different ways of, of acquiring the assets in the first place. Sometimes we are given the risk, in a sense, by a client who, who asks us for a price and then s sells to us, of course, on, on the bid side, hopefully, some asset which has credit risk, which we aren't really happy with, so we may want to hedge that. 
But more often, I think, where credit risk arises is where we deliberately take on the exposure. We would deliberately lend money to a client, or we may think that their bond which they've issued is, is a good investment. But of course, circumstances change. And then markets move, credit worthiness alters with, with business cycles and so on. So something may happen which, which would mean that we're less happy perhaps with the credit risk which we have and we want, want to hedge that. And of course on occasion it's, it's very difficult, especially when you're given a loan, it's very difficult to go back to the client and say, we'd, we'd like to pull your loan now, we'd like um, our money back please because I'm sure Neil and Paul would not be very happy if I tried to do that. So what we would do instead of course is, is merely hedge it using a credit derivative, and, and that's where we can get around having to go back to, to the borrower and saying, you know, we're, we're not so happy with you nowadays. And the most common derivatives in use are credit default swaps, is that the case? That's right. Can I come in? Because corporates are not necessarily that thrilled about the development of the credit default swap market, but it gives a very visible price on your bond and your funding. So if you've issued a five-year bond, you've now got a very visible price that's very volatile. In the old days, you used to issue bonds to investors and they used to sit on them and there was hardly any trading went on in them. Now there's a credit default swap market. It's a very visible uh, traded market. It's often um, got hedge funds acting in it. And so you can get some very volatile pricing in that market. And of course, if you then try and issue new bonds into it, the reference market is the credit default swap market, not how your bond is trading in the kind of real world. So to go back to that example of the Philip Green with Marks and Spencers, all the retailer bonds, credit default swap markets went maybe up 100 basis points or whatever within a day. Uh, and so it can make things very difficult. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.